0: The
1: Babbling the is Podcast.
2: Yo, yo, what's up? This is the Babbling is Podcast. This is the base one seven. I'm the
3: Fingers, Joe Zone, Charlie x to c
2: Awe, awe. Uh, today we are graced by the presence all the way from Austria uh, with uh, Europe-based essay singer and songwriter Mr. Brendan Adams. Welcome to the podcast, Brendan.
0: Are we Brendan. Can you hear us? Hi, guys. Yeah, yeah. Check here. I saw your album release. Was it the single? Was it the album? Yes. It was the album, no?
4: album. It was the album,
0: yeah. So, um, um, I thought to myself, "Nai, dude, it uh, can let's celebrate this So, um, let's start off with um, just a, a history from your first memory to to now. Let's make it so we in in depth, my bro.
5: Yeah, my bro, you want the in version, bro? Because that's some moor's story. Okay, now nah, give, 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 give us
0: the highlights. Give us the highlights. <laughs>
5: Well you wanna talk music music uh music for me started like um I'm gonna start right at the beginning. The first time that I imagined that I could do something on my own was I, I grew up in Scottsville. I don't know if you all know little Scottsville. Yep, can I put there, along the along the N one, yeah. And um and uh black noise came to the hills, Talchi. Oh, really? In Scottsville, Yo. mm. you had to pay five. You had to pay five rent to enter, and that was for me. That is the first live music I ever saw in my life, and it just blew my mind. You know the Owen rapping and and bebowing and whatnot, and that was the first time I imagined Peggy. Because after that, I went home until I started writing my first rhymes, and then uh, I must have been about fourteen years old when I started going to Angels to the. The open mic sessions there and that was another whole set of inspiration and I started rapping. That is actually my first thing in music and I started, I was really passionate about it. And uh, I did my first performances there at Angels. I was a 14 year old lady who knew no other MCs or no one else in the in the hip hop world. Even though there was a crew there in Scottsville, I think some of you guys might know them like the, the, the what was their name again? Uh, Terence was the name, the leader uh, heep of, uh, crew. of
4: the
0: Hipcrew. Hipcrew, there we yeah, go. Yeah. Um Hipgrew actually. Terence had it for Osko Ali, right, so but also dagger gaan met Emil and to who was with Terence, met Philip. And basically then we connected and I I um paid my dues mostly mm-hmm. in in and in, in Krijvonton actually. Oh okay. Hey. That is why like I for CPL him gemeted
5: for for Adrian, so yeah, the spectrum. But how about you? Man, I think I was a bit of a loner, you know. In that, trying just trying to inspire, forcing my friends to come with me to rap their angels, writing the rhymes for them, <laughs> teaching them how to rap it. Oh
4: okay.
5: You know, and that's how it started for me. And then I, after that, I kind of just uh, I didn't do music again for a long time until I was like maybe eighteen I, I wanted a guitar I man really badly. And then my family, my aunties, everyone club together to get me a, a a a very cheap guitar. And I like I only started playing that guitar when I like all my cousins and brothers who must started playing the guitar before me. Oh, yeah. And I was in I was in Matrix. They were all better than me. I could do focal and because I was <laughs> the thing was standing in I, I was just standing in my room impressing candles. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, no. And then uh, when uh, when I graduated from high school there wasn't there wasn't many prospects, you know, I didn't go study or anything. Um there was a there was a lot of limitations and you know, jobs, trying to get a job was difficult. And the thing that was there was that guitar. And in a matter of months, I, I don't know what happened, but in a matter of months, I was just just nailing it. You know, traveling around to all the the libraries in Cape Town to get whatever info I could about the guitar, how to play it, and all that. And just walking around, meeting you know, cake brutes who were playing in the church, them showing me a few chords, mm-hmm. and uh, then uh, I just started playing like that, and. Some uh, Just soon after that I started composing and then, um, but I never, I, of course I never told anybody because in the beginning you always feel embarrassed, you know, because you always ask yourself, who the fuck are you to oh. do this? But you never, you never consider the possibility that the people around you might be proud, you know? Oh, and, um, So one day, a friend of mine called me up who was in the same situation as me, you know, not doing much with his life. And he's like, look, there's an advertisement here about a music school, a pilot music school that's going to open up and they're going to give like 40 ladies a chance to come there for free and uh, to come and check out music and whatever. So this bra wanted me to to come and play guitar for him, you know, and and while he sings for his audition. So I went with him and uh he I can't remember he played some Paul Simon song, I don't know, and I I played for him. And then the people there that were doing the audition uh, they they someone asked me to stay there as well. And just to, I don't know why they asked me, but they asked him to leave the room. And then they uh, <laughs> 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 Stole them in yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that 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 now said a lot, uh, yeah, uh, but anyway, they now, could see so, the so, I don't know why because I was playing a very basic song, even I wasn't impressed with what I was playing, you know. Mm. And uh, at, uh, I think they were, they were just try, trying their luck, man. And then there's the, the one guy was like, Listen, have you like ever written anything? And it, this is now when I thought, to myself, I, I remember thinking, Yo, of all the places I'm going to show people, like for the first time they've written something to my ear. Mm. So I wrote it and I played it for them. And then I went home. So I didn't fill out any forms or anything to apply for this thing. And uh, my friend did, so they, they called him. So he, so a few days later, he called me, and he raises them. Uh, Listen, he raises me. Listen, they, men means he called me because they want your number. Yeah, so, so <laughs> he, 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 he's not giving them my number unless they take him too Yo, yo. So,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
5: I check, I take the I thought, they, they probably thought to this, yo, that's like he got a fine cheek, no? <laughs> <laughs> So now and so uh, I accepted him too my brother somehow took us both.
0: Yo. Mm,
5: no, so it was it was called it was called prompt. And that's when when I met, when I started meeting like a lot of different people in the, in the music scene and, and, and getting all sorts of just strange opportunities and falling into my lap. And I realized very quickly when I came there, there were lightest there that had been playing in the church for like 15, 20 years already, you know, their, their whole lives basically. And they were far on the guitar. So, so I spent, I remember those first two, three years there, I was, literally just practicing the guitar nothing else i literally did nothing else with my life i didn't go out uh if i if i was partying i did it at home my guitar must never be five minutes away from me it was always in the boot of someone's car i I became a star. you know playing at everyone's price just people inviting me bring your back and you know and uh so I did that and then uh, what happened there was I met uh, members of who, who then turned turn out to be super dance. Mm, mm. So me and, me and my me and my brother I had this gedacht. So my brother was working at Grand West and he kind of just took all the money that he earned to put together to buy instruments. Because <laughs> I was having no money. So he bought a bass guitar, he bought a, a thingy. My topies at some point pitched in for a drum kit. And then we, I, I just spoke spoke to some people I found interesting there at the music school, you know, the weirdos, the the, the underdogs, the men still weren't respected that much because that's how I felt there. Right. And I said, okay, you should start and because okay, we we not the stars at this music school, that's just clear. And I just knew I was never going to be the most, the, like, at least I didn't want to keep fighting to try and be the greatest guitar player there. So I just started thinking, what can I do that, that I could maybe just like really excel at that's unique. And then I started focusing on, on writing songs and, and composing and stuff and arranging, like arranging music for bands and, 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 and doing it all original. I never wanted to cover anything. I was like 100% against that all like cover disease. Right. Because I started feeling like that. No matter what bands I heard in Cape Town, even if they were original it all, was always at that point sounding like, uh, very, very much like, like covers that I might have heard, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was opening up my ears to kind of try to get away from that, from the whole, like, uh, um, sounding too, too much like this or too much like that. And then we started the band and then I was very adamant on, on us, uh, and that's like, yeah, that was what 2000 and something, 2003 or 2004, when we when we started making music with Super Den. So you you mentioned that before. Yeah. I just.
0: I want to also I I want to some patgewissed from 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 um from Super Den, but you see, I don't even know how to speak the stage for the DJ. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> next time, next time. Kijkie, I want to frameen. Um, so is voor my strange dat jouw your, your entry was 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 hip hop, right? Yeah. En, en als je mooi you kijkt naar know, alle artiest wat ik heb gehoord, hulle het like misschien
3: een hip hop background, of een
0: uh, guma, over Cape Flats salmen. Uh. Maar jouw sound nou, nee, is none of the above man. It is it is it is it is. Ze is op jouw eerste type of bas man. Waarvan kun je duiden man? Like like. It, 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 it seemed that I like you fell from, from some other place. You know what I'm saying? If, if it makes sense to you.
5: You know I blame I blame my father for that, man. My father and, and, and Talib Peterson. And I like when I was a small lady I absolutely loved like the, Talib Peterson's uh, uh, songs. Mm. Especially the the strict six musical we had yeah. it on a cassette. And I listened to the cassette and it was fucking broken. Yeah. It literally broke me bro, I listened to it over and over and over. And uh, I remember like feeling, feelings, man. it made me feel stuff that I couldn't tell, that I somehow didn't feel comfortable telling other people, like listening to songs like um, yeah. My Broochie, My Bra, oh, yeah. The very emotional song in a way, and I was a young lady when it started making me feel stuff. And I based everything I did on, on those early feelings that music taught me. You know what I mean? And I never had a voice at that time as a lighty to to know what to do. And that's why I think music found me because music was then like this is how you can talk about that stuff mm. that you feel. And my top is like this music, like uh, he's a music freak, he's been his whole life. That man listens to everything he, like, the only thing that troubled him in music was uh, was um, when Hip-Hop came out. Hmm. No. You know, when we, getting, when we started getting into Hip-Hop, I remember initially he was like against it, he called it fuck you music.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Kegi, he was a teacher, so you know those old cassette tape players that the school used to have? Oh, yeah, the yeah. black little box, yep,
4: yep. where you
5: could also record stuff, yeah. you know? Uh we'd hide that under the bed and listen to the uh the, the, the dub cassettes of, the, of, of NWA and, and POC. Alle. And uh Yeah, I remember once I was I was crying as a lady because because POC came to the Cryfontein Civic Center to perform and the man wouldn't let me go. Yeah. You I didn't forgive him. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. yeah.
5: Uh, uh, but um, yeah so uh, he listened to everything and eventually he kind of came around and he, one day I got into his car and all of a sudden there's this trip hop music playing now check us the radio the radio station he said nah he bought this CD and then he, he, he somehow listened to Irish folk music uh, right up to North African uh, um, uh, song singer-songwriters everything Bob Dylan obviously, all the the because America and Britain has a huge music influence yeah. mm-hmm. all over the world. So all of that stuff from the from the sixties and seventies and, and all that. But there was there was always one thing that I found that was that was constant in the music that he like liked to listen to, and that was that it was always people who were very authentic with their voices and with the things that they are saying. Man, mm-hmm. and that was a common thread that went through everything. And I kind of searched for that also when I when I was in 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 uh, in, in in Cape Town, you know, like we, we I used to go to jam sessions and there were guys like Errol Tyers and and uh, Robbie Jansen and these guys there was just there was just something so authentic about them, you know. They were unmistakable when you were the first two notes you knew was playing me, yeah. you know. And uh, that was not just always something that that inspired me, so that I think is maybe something that I try to translate into into the narrative of my own life man, and uh, the stuff that I want to do uh, with, with music
2: okay check just quickly um what you having mentioned like um greats like Robbie Jansen, even though I've heard Robbie Jansen do covers uh when he's done covers, yeah. he's completely altered it it's become as like um. His rendition of, um, of Bob Marley's. Um, oh, Pyrus, yes, they rob us. That one. <clears throat> um, well, yeah, Redemption, Redemption, song, Redemption song. Redemption song. And even uh, Procol yeah. um Whiter Shade of Pale. Was like the, When I heard Robbie Jansen's um, rendition of it a couple of years back, and I think Tanful had it on, on his iPod and said, May Bruce send me that thing because it resonated, like you said, when you, when you listen to Tully Peterson's. Um, Bra. It struck a chord, and when Robbie Jansen sang that, it's like, yo, this, like yes, I've heard Bob Marley sing it and grew up listening to the Bob Marley version, but somehow yet they just like struck home, like, this is like Cape Town, this is like the Cape speaking, this is the, the voices of the slaves, yeah, Yeah. for me it was like, night. that man... Truly can can I just, like, just button in
3: there quickly? Um, guys, please do not send music over the phones. Do not ask people for their music. Please buy the music. <laughs> don't, do not follow the <laughs> example please Buy the music. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Unfortunately, that was wasn't a, mu- a track you could download. It was like a, a, a hard to come. That was a gem of note. We, so I had to ask for it. Oh, really? <laughs> <go> <laughs>
5: No, Look, I, I I agree with you one hundred percent, man. Uh, well, especially, I mean, you're talking about about uh, about uh, Robbie now. There's also uh, the, there's something about the person and and an artist like that is that uh, the and this is something that 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 I that that, that I um, treasure, you know, in in my life is is creating, not only creating but seeing. The stories in your life, and and like Robbie has has such a uh, such a long and he, and uh, story, man, his life his life story is so deep that he puts it in everything that he does. You know that anything that he did, uh, it came through. You know what I'm saying? Like like I, I remember going to jam sessions and thinking like you, I mean I was sitting there only ordering water in Sinja because my money Muslim. Anyway. But it was it was just unbelievable to me that there's this guy sitting there and 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 I'm sitting and it's almost like for free man. Yeah. Like yeah. just feeling blessed to be able to listen to to dudes like this. Like and there are so many of them across the cake, you know. That 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 have touched my life and, and at least uh, played a huge part in, in the things I do.
1: Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> that just makes me want to think. Uh, do, do you have any inspiration? Take any inspira- Can You You can't see me, I'm off camera over here, but. Um, I see you there in the distance, <laughs> my bro. Oh, okay, you <laughs> well, see me in the distance. distance. <laughs> ah, I see you on the other camera. Okay, cool. Um, you, you, you say you take inspiration. Do you take inspiration from Jonathan Butler at Sondero? I heard him recently in a series and, and stuff like that. And mm. I know he was so instrumental in Cape Town.
5: I'm going to. I'm going to tell you a story now, my bro. i like i to be very
1: honest. Yeah, I like your stories, by the way, you, you're very good at storytelling. The, the, the way you, you, you so far telling us how you, you, you uh, learned the guitar and stuff like it. You covered a lot of my questions and it is I'm having to think of new questions. <laughs> <laughs> but, but tell us, please tell us a story about uh, Jonathan Butler. <laughs> hey,
5: look. So I, I told you guys that I was like a prize a star, right? Yeah. I would I would sometimes end up by people's prize, and this for free people that I do not even know, oh,
4: okay. like
5: a cousin of a friend of mine. You know what I mean? They just like you, you must hear the party, and I would get the phone, to stick it there, man. You know we got liquor, food, and whatever, oh, yeah, and um, come, uh, and uh, so I would just go. And I promise you, almost every second private that I went to, any second house that I ended up where I had a guitar with me, I would hear a story about how someone's uncle taught Jonathan Butler how to play the guitar. <laughs> and how <laughs>
4: so
5: someone's cousin used to, used to, used to smoke a little with Jonathan Butler there in Q-town. I mean, I swanked all over. Uh, all over, right? So now I was never, uh, like a huge, uh, JB fan, uh, uh like growing up, but I, I'd, obviously I heard a lot of his music and I loved it, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm not I wasn't the type of fan who had like an album or a poster that I oh, check. Yeah. And, and, uh, one night of like a baby, eight years ago, no, no, it can't be eight years ago, it must be like four, four or five years ago It's a Christmas. One afternoon at my cousin's house. And, uh, and he's like, uh, Look, he's going to invite his bra over now. His bra also plays liquor like music. And this bra comes and he's a liquor guitar player. He's, he's, that's not his profession, but he's a really, a really talented uh, musically. And this guy is like, Listen, uh, do you want to come over to my house? i got a the piano there and whatever. my cousin kind of like, yeah, you should definitely go to his house. got a beautiful home and all that. And he's like, and I'm like, yeah, look, I'll have to see, you know? And he's like, nah, you have to come. Man. But uh, Jonathan Butler is coming there later. So I said, okay, I'll go. And so Jonathan Butler is. like uh, a few hours. Just so- off the plane, one to to go fetch him. We have a short chat and whatever and a go, now I go back home we, to to, to, the, the, to the place that I was renting there and having a, like a holiday and all that. And in the middle of the afternoon, I get the SMS from my cousin and he's like, look, come here back to, to this guy's house now. We're having a braai and J.B. is here. Bring your guitar. But there's more than enough guitars there anyway. So anyway, I, I go. Mm. And now at some point, they, they manage to put the spotlight on me and they're like, listen, B." Drip this man a number here. So now I play some of my songs And the next thing I know, JB is like, listen, I've got this idea on the piano, just come here to the piano quickly. Sure. Now I go with him to the piano, and now he's messing around there. All of a sudden, all often not even not even like fifteen minutes there, we see have got a song together. And he's like, listen, we need to make a date in the studio quickly. in The next two days, it was, I was about to leave Cape Town again. And somehow we managed to get into a studio there in Weinberg, somewhere. somewhere. We were just basically they were just basically wrote two songs for his last album. That's so dope. And I, and I remember sitting after that thinking to myself, after all the fucking stories I had about this month. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's a really dope story,
5: bro. All these men are trying to show me a bowl because their cousin did this yeah. or whatever. Here <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. I smaak the s all of a selfie now.
2: <laughs> oh, well,
5: okay, but, but with that being said,
2: uh, it's like, um, working with Emile Jansen of um, of Black Noise and Yield The Hood, um, I've been at a lot of events now i'm i'm up in the bra i outside having a smoke because i'm the smoking the one of the only smokers in the go in the kitchen anyways but now now i'm loving outside now people come up to me and say yo do you know um what do Taro brooks started black noise and i'm like really or this but i was like i used to be in black noise and i'm like really you know obviously you don't know the fact that i know the whole history of black noise mm-hmm. and it's like everybody's just like laying claims it's like You'll stop at the robot sometime and there will be a bra, like maybe even big. He's like, yo, oh, you can break down somebody, you'll know back in the day. I'm like, yeah, bruh. It's like, yo, people want <laughs> to like claim the fame or like talk, talk about other means, but they haven't actually really been in the scene. They've just been around the scene. But yeah, no, big ups for you too, yeah. for always keeping your thing through and not letting that, that other means of view shade um, your perception of somebody else. Chick, I want to ask yeah. you. I want to ask you. So you told us now,
0: recording with you in Cape Town, huh? So you've recorded yeah. overseas you've recorded abroad also besides now the 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 the, the jB recording how how was different How is was the how was the scene different how is the recording different How uh, just break, break down unpack that experience for me
5: all the all the places that I've recorded mm,
0: abroad and south African yeah. compared the two definitely
5: different, different different everywhere know uh, like like I recorded here in yeah in 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 Austria like some big studios, you know, and, and uh, to be, look, I'll be honest about big studios, like that I don't get anymore because it's not, it's it's more about, uh, most of the time, it's more about, uh, it's more like a superficial thing and it looks beautiful and it's, and it's something you can say at the end of the day, you know? But there are smaller studios, like I just recorded in, in, in Penny Lane Studios in Weinberg in 2019 in December, Mm. Uh, I stopped over there by Aki, and that was. Uh, listen, that's just a, I was in the middle of the street, wondering where the, the studio is, and it's just a normal looking house. Okay. You know, Actually, and I
1: should is, is is that Sorry, is that Amin Aron you talking about? Uh uh-uh. No, no, no. Aki, somebody else. Nah, nah, a- okay. Aki,
5: Aki, and And No, and. A- 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 and it was amazing, you know, the experience of recording me. It's just in, in a, a studio that looks like a normal house. Still got the rooms and everything, yeah. and and uh, it was an amazing experience. And yeah, I have recorded in this really clean, sleek-looking design studio as well. And it's it's I don't know, man. For me, recording in Cape Town obviously as as a different thing because whenever I'm there, it's it's coming home for me, you know. Oh, yeah. And when I'm when I'm around my people, it's just at home. You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't take and and that just gives it gives it something different. The only other place that I recorded an album in in Rio, uh, my my 2014 album Spirit, I went to Rio de Janeiro for a month, and that was the only thing that came close again to like recording the feeling of recording at home. But that was a mouth studio because this this. Uh, these guys had like a, it was a studio set up with like a huge house with six bedrooms and a pool and it also had a, 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 a thing, like a performance stage in the back mm. where you could do live performances and there was a lady that came with the studio and she cooked like lunch every day like a Brazilian oh, yeah. food it was like it was like beans and meat and uh and we, were, we recorded, there. It, was, it was in kind of a jungle. but yeah. it's a uh-uh. It was amazing. And the people, that was, that was the amazing thing, man. Very, very warm, and, and you could immediately connect to them, right? But at the same time, also very professional. Because, you know, those lines can get blurred very quickly. Yeah. Where people are super warm, and, and, and you connect to them, later, and then the kind of the professionalism starts to lack a bit. But but they they were just unbelievably professional, oh. and the same type of vibe in Cape Town. But the the studios with regards to to if you're talking about like technical stuff, I think it's it's just it's just so vastly different nowadays with all the possibilities, yeah. right? Like like my whole album, the one that I just did now that I released now, pattern. I did most of, of the vocals and and the guitars here yeah, in my studio here yeah, at you know, where I'm sitting now, yeah. and and the uh, and the rest I did at just different studios, but not because they were better, you know. I think what makes one studio better than the others maybe there's ones that maybe there's more uh, capabilities to record an entire band or, or whatever. Mm. And, and they all studios that depends that depends on what you're selling, them, Because some studios are literally selling that beauty of the picture and uh, and the fact that they can re, uh, record on tape, you know. And some people want to record on, on, on tape and have vintage type of uh, vintage type of recording sound. Yeah. So yeah. that's their selling point. And there are artists that really buy into that, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Yeah, and for, for me personally, as an artist. That has never been uh, The focal point Of Of, of what I want, want To do You know Like Like um, I remember having A lot of discussions About About uh, How our producers Have Have uh, Have Taken a lot of the power In music Since the mid 90s You know And and, um, and And Not that I have anything Against that But I I believe My My Strategy When it comes to Recording or doing music Is i surround myself i let it be known what the things are that i value right and then i surround myself with people who lean towards my values as well when it comes to in terms of quality and all that and then i just trust them to do the best that they do you know what i'm saying but i can't i can't get into like hectic discussions about equipment and stuff on the
3: Okay, so I have, I have a question. Have you ever thought of of making um, guitar samples and then selling it, like creating your own sample packs? For example, like like uh, uh, just getting that, you know, a uh, uh, South African vibe into the guitar, man. Because you get the Spanish music out there, right? And then people love yeah. using Spanish music or, or like you know the Spanish guitar in 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 their samples, man, or in their music. So have you ever thought of maybe creating a, a South African version of that, or? Like you know, creating sample packs that producers in South Africa can use maybe in their music as well to give it more authenticity or more South uh, South African flavor.
0: As a you know. Obviously
5: I a but I I'll be honest with you, the funny thing is when 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 uh, just to get back to for instance super then, right? Then my whole aim was cause i i did i i i created most of the of the most if not if not all of the, the the music for the band and i arranged the band and all that and i swear that that is literally how i thought at that time when I was doing like composing like the guitar pieces and the, and especially the bass part of it. i was trying to think in terms of of sampling because I loved a lot of 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 uh, like like nineties hip hop music. Oh. I really loved the way the the because they were they were extremely musical in in R and B and hip hop. They were okay. extremely musical. You know they were not shy to 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 put a lot of musicality to put a lot of musicianship into their productions and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, and I I was at that time when we were, I was doing the stuff with, with Super then. I was literally thinking in terms of that. Like there was one time that one of my friends came to me, um, and he told me, "Look, this is a, a classical song that he loved that he heard from this classical album that he had, and he played the riff for me, mm. and he showed showed me how to play it." And I was immediately, "I'm going to use this as a, as a piece for for Superday," mm. and at, at, and at, 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 uh, it was a, it was so so I get exactly what you're saying and, and i i used to think in those terms when, when it came to that band like for songs like uh, we did one song called take a walk with me oh, yeah. and there I tried, I tried to like really go like da-da, was like a bit of a, a reggae cape town type of vibe in me, mm. you know and another song that we had on the radio was called um what is it called the shit that was called wish you were here where i also tried to to add that, that kick element, my, my <laughs> <little> <laughs> tires. <instrument>. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, I had
4: that,
5: I added that, that, album of his and I was just trying to learn the stuff that he was doing on me. Your, just to get that injection and, and to add it to like hip hop, especially. Mm. And, mm. but, but not specifically hip hop. We I wanted it to be a mixture between like hip hop, like, like, like boom bap type of style, hip hop meet, mm. some like smooth jazz in a way. Cause I wanted, because I always thought that it's important to communicate to your people, you know, and not to not to have this like rough attitude of like, these people are, are, are dumb because they listen to this music, but rather communicate to people where they are. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, And, and not commu- try to communicate to them because you think you know better and that they should be able to get to your level or whatever. Mm-hmm. But really, really, you know, uh, 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 compromise. So and, and that was all I was going for. So I would still be interested in doing that. Though.
4: Mm.
1: So when you were, can I ask you a question? When you were living in uh, Rio, did that then influence the sound that you were making in Rio? Um, w- was it like a South American type of sound because you were in that that that, that environment, or am I am I off point here? Uh
5: no, you know what happened was that the the, the producer is a. Uh, is is a, is a big shot like in in, in uh, South America. Yeah. You know? And and he, he just through a friend of a friend of a friend, he got hold of my music and then he contacted me and he said he would love to do an album with me and then we kind of had to make it happen. And but we started off slowly, you know, to kind of build a repertoire with each other. So what we did was um I had recorded a basic track in Switzerland. Um, I was I was on tour there in Switzerland and then I stopped at the studio and one of his friends, they organized the studio there for me to to record like two bass, two songs, just the guitar and the vocals and then he took the... there in Brazil, was busy with the session there with some orchestra and then he somehow asked the drummer and the bass player of that orchestra to stay longer to come and record on these tracks. and then um, just to just to see just to create something, and then we liked the vibe of that, mm. what what that was doing. So, in in the end, when we went there and we now chose or found the guys who we wanted to play because we really wanted to record everything live. So we had to have like two or three days of rehearsals, just rehearsals. Me, a bass player, and a drummer. Okay. And um, before we went there, I decided just as like a compliment or like to as a to bow my head to, to Brazilian music, I started studying like the the, the bossa Nova stuff man. like learning it uh, uh, learning to play it off the tip of the dome. And uh, I started playing stuff by like Antonio Carlos Robim and, 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 and Jau Gilberto learning these types of songs. And then when I in the, when I went there we, we would jam those things during the rehearsal too. Mm. and um so, so yeah, I think you I think it just kind of happened because they kind of brought i brought my vibe, I brought their vibe, and then it just it just kind of went well, it went like that
2: okay, okay like um, yeah. I remember reading um one of the articles um pertaining to your new album, and you said something similar that things were created in one area and traveled across the world, somebody added the trumpet over here, somebody added that over there, but the quite what quite yeah. is that um one of our former guests um, that we had here on the studio, he ended up being the producer on that, um, Ibrahim Malum. So how yeah. much um, interactions have you guys had together? How much collaborations have you had, like in terms of
5: music? You know, um, you know, I never knew Ibrahim Malum before. I just, I just saw his name on the on on social media somewhere. Mm. And um, years ago, I think we met, or we, might, or I might have heard of him, there was this thing happening in, in OBS. I think, I don't know if it's called, what's it? There was a place called Cool Runnings in OBS, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
5: Now, <laughs> um, next to Cool Runnings on that corner there, there used to be a thing, uh, a little bar mm, mm. or something. But it was a bit fancier than Cool Runnings. <laughs> you know what I mean? cool running just for the budget means uh, and yeah. that one was for more really? <laughs> wasn't
1: that like where Bermuda was or something like that yeah 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 just something like that yeah That's here we was, go Bermuda I think the name it was
5: and, and there's, uh, there's other oh, um, I I uh, Chad Simon there we yeah, go yeah yeah, yeah, yeah we he, know you we have a, a, a party there like with new musicians Yeah, it was
1: definitely sessions Chad sessions, yeah So definitely Bob yeah So
2: Cool running yeah. is strange down now Yeah
5: yeah, oh so my brother Lyrsus, he He knew chat. He was <laughs> like He Hey a captain. Yeah, boy Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah
5: <laughs> so, so he he introduced me to Chad and said we must play there and I think by that time Ibrahim was kind of mixed in that uh, crew with like Chad and him. Yeah, yeah. And I think we might have crossed paths there. But then I had his name, like so already name somewhere on the internet and one they just decided to contact him uh, years ago for about, the, about the production, but that thing never panned out. And then um, this time I just thought, of contacting him to, 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 to collaborate with me on that project that I did last year. Mm. So I did a, 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 a thing where, where I recorded uh, one song to release one song a week for 53 weeks, mm. one song and video. And I needed a partner and like a production partner to, to be in it with me to the end. And uh, in the, he produced last year, he produced maybe I would say more more, like 24 of those songs and then when it came to decide like who was going to get to produce the album with me just because I wanted a very specific sound me and him had worked together so closely and we had I don't know how many probably more than 100 hours of phone calls Mm. already last year and we had become so close and had such a good understanding of each other musically like he he immediately jumped onto my vibe and he knew where where, And uh, and and he also was really into wanting to do something that's different from all the other stuff that he's doing. Yeah, yeah. So so then I ended up asking him to produce the entire album, and he mixed he mixed the whole album. Last the, uh, the the one that I just released. Okay. Mm.
0: Check here, yeah, The the new one that released was was uh, um, released on vinyl, no? Yes. How was that feeling? Because I know I don't know if, if it's if it's just me, but from f- from a DJ's point of view, uh-huh. do you have your own music like 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 on vinyl? As I as say vinyl is final. Hmm. How was that? <laughs> but I seems they pocket eight in the way that they, they, they vinyl eight like proud. They How was how that expli- uh, explanation? Um, how is, explain. Yeah, how was that feeling? Because
5: yesterday yeah, yesterday yeah, the, the vinyl, no? Yeah, first one. Uh, no, 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 no! I'm very really proud of it. I'm really, like, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of hard work, you know, because you, you, you're doing, we doing. My wife is my partner in, in, all the stuff that we're doing, and we're doing it all ourselves, you know. Mm. There's no record label, no packing, no nothing. All, all our, our whole organization is the two of us, and and obviously, our life is. Yeah. So when I take when I put all that into perspective, when I look at that thing, it means even more to me than than just the thing that you created. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like our lives are actually in that thing. And and I mean, if I think in in terms of of, of other perspectives, like growing up listening to vinyl, you know, the feeling of of searching through my tape vinyls like that, oh. looking at the cover when I was a lighty like, and putting it on just because I want to see what this brown this cover sounds like or why this cover is so weird or whatever mm-hmm. you know what I mean the smell of it some of them smell so damp because they've been lying in someone's yeah, in boxes for years you know that my two people it. you know and we and and those smells when I smell them because I started collecting myself you know and when I smell my vinyls now it takes me back to when I was a lighty mm. that's for me that time travel man. So scientists are so talking about wanting to spend time travel, but music taught us how to travel through time a long time ago. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Check here, so how, how, would, I, how would I get, because I collect now, these uh, DJ easy, the, the first scratch vinyl no? in, in South Africa. Oh, yes. I get easy I collect, I got now um, codex and the Uh How do I get yours? And by the way, is, in, in, a, how do I get yours in, in South Africa?
5: In, I'm coming down to Cape Town okay. in, in December. And I'm bringing a batch myself.
0: Can I order one, eh? Yes, my bro. So, um, <coughs> even Dungas is now a vinyl, ne? Um, Perspective. Are <coughs> 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 you in uh, Irfan Pierce? Yeah, a The track, same, from a couple of years back. and it now was now a on vinyl. Oh, yeah. oh but fuck.
4: What's nah, the fuck? But for special. Cool.
2: Um, check out. Also, like, um, what's your presentation of, of the of the, of the album? First things first. What made you choose the title buttons? Because on the K-Platts, buttons has <coughs> a different, different connotation and meaning.
1: He's
0: the
2: inspiration
1: for creating it.
5: Yeah, I mean, that's exactly why, you know. I, I mean, that's, that's just a rite of passage have to just try it at least once. <laughs> <laughs> the cream is in the
2: cream is in <laughs> yes, the cream
5: you, 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 you didn't you didn't you did belong if you didn't
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah no, remember my I know sorry you going no no I remember my one cousin and his and his his paras like used to cup cup a and you know bottleneck or whatever and then cup in manum that was like nasty <laughs>
5: <laughs> no we look I, I I think it was, it was just it was, it was almost like a a concept that came to me through a conversation I was having with one of my friends mm. and um I was just I don't know the idea of of this this word buttons right and 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 in how many different ways it uh, comes forth in, in in life you know we're constantly pushing buttons the computer
4: yeah
5: a person can push your buttons oh, yeah. And uh, there were so many, like, uh, there were myriad concepts mm. connected to this word for me And I just wrote it down on a piece of paper And I started, like, I just, I just let it start sinking in for a few weeks And then I wrote two songs around the whole concept mm. You know, one song was more about, like, uh, and and One song is more, almost like this musical type of um, Musical too. To reality-based type of love song, you know what I mean. But but it's not it's not specifically just a love song. it's Also kind of philosophical yeah. about a life, life be having been lived and whatever. And and uh, I wanted this to 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 kind of resonate on the, throughout the album. That the, that the album is based on on life. So, so, so I, I, I tried to squeeze as many genres as I could And as many things that influenced me Into the into the album And um, I also just In the end I just liked the way the words fell with my tongue I mm. have an album called and I, and I constantly thought about the, the tape connotations.
2: Of the <laughs> uh, no. so again, but also,
5: what I did notice... Like, I thought were, I must mm-hmm. take a picture of two, two fat tablets and that's the cover. <laughs> <laughs> I, <I'm laughs>
2: uh, uh. Now, the other thing that, the, that I noticed like in your, in your so, on your social media, your presentation for... like It wasn't just you getting the, the album. You're getting the whole bag, you're getting the album, and included in the there's a book that you also wrote. Uh, the zine, yeah. the zine. So um, tell me, yeah. are you are you planning on on broadening your perspective in terms of what different creative processes you want to follow? Not just making music, composing, and and stuff like that, but now also like you, you entering into the, the author, authoring realm.
5: Look, the, like the the zine itself, I didn't want to want to make it something that was that was specifically like literary. We we're meant to, that means to, to read stuff. So what I did was I took uh, all the photos that I collected from last year, yeah, and um, and uh, handwritten lyrics, handwritten and, and and notes and stuff, mm-hmm. and wanted to make a collection of all that, almost like as a as a as a homage to to last year, and then I added some some poetry that that I that I had been that I had written over the years like three or four poems that meant something. And I just put pictures in there of, of things that mean stuff to me, like there are a few pictures of, of Cape Town in there, yeah. a few pictures of here from where I live. And so so it's a very personal kind of view into what last year's project was, uh, the the Adams 53 project, mm. and then, um, and then the, the, the album, to accompany the album so that people could get some sort of insight, yeah. just just visually. And the book was like just designed in such a way that is that is not uh, it's not normal you know it's not like there's a picture here in some words here. it's really just designed in a way for for it to be like a a, a visual presentation where people can create their own interpretation of what, what it might have been like okay cool, cool. Like, um, but yeah so i i am in does-
0: Okay,
1: in, no, no. in, in, in. <laughs> uh, sorry you said earlier you recorded uh, 24 tracks last year no
2: no no, 53 53 oh,
1: 53 53 so once sorry oh but but 24 with, with with one 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 um producer um that was during COVID period am i correct
5: yeah yeah That's some of it i recorded in i started recording it in, in 2019 already okay and then, and then during COVID, I also made a few. I made a few, but then, then I had to kind of do remote recordings and, and things like
1: that. Mm. Okay. Would, my question is, is like, how did COVID affect you? Obviously, you mentioned the the remote recordings, but did it affect like live performances and and, and stuff like that? How did it affect you, and how have you, um, what have you done to like overcome sort of those obstacles? Did, uh, yes, Yes. Definitely, affected the
5: the live thing. <laughs> there were just no concerts happening, then. Right. and and um, I mean, I, I was in a fortunate position myself, you know, specifically uh, financially, because I also have a, a teaching post. Mm. I okay. teach like two, two afternoons in a week, and that was like something I could fall back on yes. as well. And um, eventually last year, I mean, in summer it opened up here, so I actually did get to play a lot more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. You know, and but this year, I, I expected this year to be way worse than last year because this year is kind of like just a, the, the, the cherry on top. Because now people are thinking twice before they book anything, you know. Mm-hmm. It might just be cancelled and, and there's a, there's a whole... Uh,
1: Trickle down effect.
5: There's a whole lot of effects, after effects, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like someone who has to cancel, who has to cancel uh, a, a concert, they have to cancel the advertising that has to be paid for the the, the staff, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah, uh, 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 but on the creative process, fortunately, I didn't have much um, effect because I was I was busy before that. You know, I was I was moving, as <laughs> they say, <laughs> a few months a few months before, just just in preparation for what I wanted to do. You know. That's so right. there was a lot of prep and planning that, and that, that saved me. That saved the project and that saved this album. The planning and I, now, now I now I finally learned that planning is everything. Yeah. When you when you can, when you think.
1: It's very important because obviously it put you in a in a in a good good uh state. I, I didn't plan. I did the opposite this this covered. So but anyway <laughs> that's besides the point. Um. okay. Check it. Um I quit
2: my job <laughs> two months in. There's, um, there's something that I actually want to to show you. Um, sorry, switch. Um, these the viewers also? This, yeah, for the viewers and the general public, um, Emil YX has recently released this book called Reconnect the String, um, and it deals with the African um, origins of hip-hop culture and Afri- ancient African traditional forms of expression. By one part, aside from this book itself, the concept between Reconnect the String is to actually get everybody to tell their story and their journey um, in hip-hop in, in South Africa. Um, and what you said is one of the instrumental parts is that the first thing you saw was Black Noise. Your, your first live mu- music show was Black Noise performing. So as you are yeah. such a great, um, you're a great orator as well. So I think you definitely need to put your journey into book format because the more we celebrate our stories, because media articles are come and go. Um, people have their 15 seconds of fame, etc., on TV and people quickly forget the next best thing is happening. But once you put something down in writing, this is a published book that is going to be celebrated mm. for years to come. And, and people will add their, their stories and that's the whole concept of reconnecting the string is that Emuels actually opened up the platform to have people like, back in the day, like Hot Rods or City Breakers telling their story, their version of what happened. And because everything yeah. is like, you, you see things from your perspective, but you don't re- quite recognize or remember that kid that was in the audience mm-hmm. at the age of 14 that was now inspired by this. Because that is not, like you yeah. said, the, the ripple effect is great. So you don't quite know the impact you're making in somebody's life or what you inspire or where you deter them, etc. But all those journeys, I think, need to be documented. And we can bring the stuff yes, back. Also,
3: Shaq, uh, uh, speak about why um by buying the book, what's going to happen?
2: Okay, yeah, part and parcel of this, this is a part of a a capital gain uh, funding initiative? initiative where we are gonna be, the sales of the book contributes to um, buying bricks for the building of the first youth art center um, in Gracie Park. Um, we have council buildings that are usually white elephants that aren't accessible and he'll do it, is actually taking it upon himself We've taken it upon ourselves to raise funding to buy a property as well as now to start the capital gain fund towards building a full on dance studio, recording studio, video editing studio, animation studio within the community so that like, it actually serves the ladies from Parkwood, Lotus River, Grassy Park. Retreat. Mm.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, really. Sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I've, I've, I wanted to. So I wanted to speak to you guys about something. You know what I read yesterday? It's called How to Write About Africa. It's on this site. And then this woman, um, she wrote like a piece, How to Write About Africa, right? And then she said, how, how, how Western men write about us is not what we are about. And in, hence what Emile said. Emile said that a while back, right? And then what she said was actually true because that's all you hear. You have to, you have to say South Africa is poor, no? Africans are poor. You have to have a fly in the video, like in the video if you interview. Uh, fly on the lightest lip, Yeah, fly on the lightest loop. You have to. Um, it's advertising. Poverty. Yeah, you have to. You have to. You have to exploit the poverty, man. You have to. You have to say that we are. We are idiots. We are not smart oh, yeah. people. We have no culture. We have nothing. You have to have the sunset. You have to have the sunset on the screen, and it has, the sunset has to be red. You have to have a big field, like all these these stereotypes man, about what mm-hmm. Africa is, man. And in what you just said is true because. We need we to tell our stories from, from our perspective. perspective if, we, if we keep letting other people tell our stories, then all that stories is just going to be full of stereotypes. Can I just uh-huh. tell
0: you, um, I don't know like you follow it from the heart of him, but I don't know how it happened, but I've means current gangsters are yeah. gangsters. When was this in the week? It was last week or this week. Okay. And I was a moose uproog or whatever. whatever. Mm. And people said, yeah, it's time we, we form our own radio stations. and to say Alistair Van Dindersen? You say, dude, don't start the dengas. There's already podcasts. There's three podcasts. Cl- support diamonds, man. Yeah. Because mm. they 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 are giving you our version, of the true version, man. Whether yeah. or whether the artists of play in South Africa, Johannesburg, of of Austria, man. This is the like 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 the platform for a uh, form of, of, of storytelling, if you will, as yeah. a true story, man. As in the idea uh, a, a sponsors version yeah mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying podcasting yeah. is that that next frontier of yeah. being able to I,
1: communicate your I, story
5: go for it? I, I, I think it's amazing you know as I think it's, it's and it's extremely important you know I, I learned a lesson once about controlling the narrative you know about who you are and how you want to be seen you know um like so, in 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 the neighbourhood, in the neighbourhood, I was either because I had a mustache. Yeah, yeah. So someone would see me. I would either be because I'm tall as well. I'd either be longer mm. or higher. You know, if they didn't know me. They would say, "Hey, you know, if they didn't know me."
4: Uh-huh.
5: But and once I started carrying the guitar around, I, I became guitar man. Uh-huh. You know, and I I realized really quickly how you can control what people. Or how people see you, yeah. how people how you can represent yourself to people, you know what I mean, and what how you can make people respect you because of what the things you decide to do.
4: Yeah,
5: and so I think that's really important. What you guys are talking about and what Emu is 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 trying to to the fire that is trying to light there with mm. controlling the narrative yourself, you being the voice for for yourself, and not letting others be the voice for you. You know, not letting letting mm. others determine who you are by what they see, but determining who you are by what you show them. Uh, yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? So, so, so you're so you you telling them, someone Straight, you're not allowed to call me this. This is what I want you to call me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is what I, I want you to see me. You don't ask so you I think, it's, think it. Mm. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm, very, very, I'm very inspired by the topic right now too, you know? Because regardless of anything I do, I mean, I can tell a bunch of quiet stories about where I've been and what I've done and all that. But at the, at the end of the day, if I can't say that that, that that what I've done has inspired one other lady that looks that looks at me and thinks this brother looks like me, talks like me, is from where I'm from, yeah. then everything I've done is worthless. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because... There were there were very few lighties like that for mentor like that for me to look up to. Yeah. But there were a few, you know. And it literally it's like Chuck was saying, it's literally does not even take much of an effort. Just show up for a lightie one time. Just one time that lightie is never gonna forget it. Mm. Uh, there was a there was an, an artist in my neighborhood, a painter. He, he uh heard what I do. He invited me to his um, um, and uh, there was a, a guitar player in my neighborhood, actually. Few, he's un- unfortunately passed away. Um, but he came to me and basically let me know that he saw me. You know what I'm saying? He let me know, Kiki, I know you. I see you. Yeah, I see what you are. We need to try and do this." That was back then already. We said we need to try and do this for for for, for our people. Hmm. This guy was like the first and only colored student in the arts faculty at Stellenbosch. Yeah. Because all the other colours were were, 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 were studying to be doctors and lawyers and they didn't understand why this dude was trying to do art. And he said he didn't understand why it's a problem. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because he should be able to do anything he wants and it's got nothing to do with anything else, you know.
4: Yes.
5: And um, there was a lot of power in these types of meetings for me and it, it was very few but I look, I'm talking about it now. 20 years later, the dude invited me to his studio, told me to choose some music. there. I took the music. I almost me blew my mind. I was there once. You know what I'm saying? I never forgot it. He saw me. He spoke to me. He recognized me. So I feel what you're saying, my bro. It makes a massive impact. Show up for a for a young lady one time, and and let them see that that we are there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because we've been taught, we have been taught that we must try, especially in our community, that we must try to be the best white version of ourselves, which is sick. Uh, It's sick changing your accent because you need to go for a job interview, mm. because it sounds more professional, Mm. or whatever. Those things, those are little sicknesses that need to be eradicated by us taking our power back, you know? I'm in in Austria, my brother. This is how I talk to people,
1: here. (laughs) That's 100% right. Uh,
5: They find my my accent funny. I say that you talk to me. Your accent is also funny. uh, Oh, yeah. That's Um, 100% right. I
1: mean, even (laughs) if you're working within a corporate environment and you choose to keep your certain way of speaking, you will stay at that level. If you... Sort of bend to the will of others, then mm. you sort of get advanced is up, all, the, say up say the the the, the, the ladder. <laughs>
0: have oh, I I say? Ha, you ever seen the
4: phone that is the world? Hi, guys. <laughs> you
2: I code switch with you. when I pick up my phone. I code switch.
5: But look, you you you've right, man. I just want to say one last thing on this: is that like. I think the point is, is that you, 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 exceed, um, just by, by showing the, 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 the like the, 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 extent of your abilities, to yeah. you use the extent of your abilities to disprove people's idea of what you are. Mm. And, you know, and, and like, and I know there are these, 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 I mean, there's a whole, there's a, the whole topic of black and colored excellence. Yeah. These people that yeah. are overachievers just because they, they had this constant drive where they needed to prove shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we're at that stage now where we, 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 we have to even get past that.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: We, have to, we, we have to tell our ladies, it's okay to be just who you are. And you can still exceed at everything. Yeah. The world is still your your oyster. Mm. Don't believe the stuff that media to told you, that the TV is telling you constantly. That yeah. you know that most superheroes are white, and 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 oh, yeah. and and, and uh, just all those little narratives that have, that have that have that have that have crippled us, you know, over over 120 years nine, and years. And uh, I think. Yeah, So I just think my this, that's right. What you guys are doing, I'm, I'm really inspired by that book.
4: See,
5: <laughs> <laughs> I definitely want to get my copy of that. Maybe when I come down in December, maybe meet up with him, you. Just so that we can also um, feel feel how much he touched my life. I was a oh, aimless, right. twelve-year-old lighty, you know. Mm. My, my, I was, I was in a, in a, uh, I was a really lost lighty. But somehow that started the way for me to find my direction in life. Oh, yeah. And uh, these are important stories. These are important things to to say and put out there without feeling, without feeling uh, um, uh, threatened that people are gonna think anything of anything other of, it, of it than than that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. It's nice. Isn't spooky? Like buttons?
0: Like buttons? Can One you take a- a- <laughs> I just wanna say now nah, the Vajna said fun you must make time for one light no fooling like privilege now man but the big butter's do the wood man. Like like you know what I'm saying? Nah I full know someone
1: but we do it on the podcast here yeah, as well. Like mm. um we, we interview we chat to to a lot of people that's from our neighborhoods mm. and stuff like that and, and they're all excelling and they're all doing oh awesome oui. things. And and when we when we hear like when you hear conversations like you started to teach yourself to, how to play guitar, it gives them a so hope, so maybe they can also do it, and then the next person we get on here as a comedian that's also from a <laughs> uh, park or there's a we get so many talented people on here, so so we, we we're gonna keep and try trying and doing that 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 thing from the side
3: are we are we, I, I just matters man <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, I just think on that note narayana uh, what we need, man, we should stop the, try- trying to tell kids you open a comedian who's in class, man. Stop. You know, don't be like an idiot, <laughs> man. You understand? We need, to, we need to change that narrative as well, man. And say, like, look, you know, if you want, if you want to make a cat, man, then do it full-time. Yeah. Since they create a... They're make in the class, so make a cat for a living. Like, be to make a YouTube channel. But I'm going to make a YouTube like
0: the Martin. Uh, Martin mm. gaat- under oh, the monkey. now i was like, oh Martin the identity. Uh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric, se monkey? Come Martin, come, 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 come. Come on, come I feel no, don't identity. Then oh, for Martin the monkey. Yeah, Where, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah nee,
2: but, um, yeah, Brendan, thank you so much for your insights and yo, your, your, yo- thanks, your, your, thanks your knowledge. Thanks for the Oh That's yeah. like it's it makes me want to go, Hi, go dig up the super super Dan uh, albums online,
3: but I'm gonna have to find them. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <for everybody's. but laughs>
3: please buy it, please buy it.
2: Away, <laughs> yeah, but please support me. Nah, um, I'm, I'm, we,
5: I'm yeah. thinking of uploading that stuff to, uh, to the internet mm. for people to listen to. I think it's should get that space as well.
0: I mm. know we, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. but I'm definitely buying your your your, your, your um the pack the old pack as a as a Instagram, yeah.
2: Yeah the uh, also the, the book is available online as an ebook. Um so we'll post the links up oh, as well. Okay. Um we people who want to purchase it can purchase it internationally. Um but yeah we I'm sure Emil will love to see you when you come down to Cape Town in December. Uh, Hopefully he, sh- he will be here. No? He should be here also he in December. Um, okay. Then yeah we guys can we can have a link up and maybe talk further on reconnecting this thing and getting your story out as well. Um and you're yeah, getting so much, the rest of the band members, etc. JP has also traveled with, with Black Noise and Hillwood to the US in 2014. Mm. Just get like, some of the former members out, get their get stories told. Mm. Oh, okay.
5: yeah.
1: Cool.
2: But yeah, from yes, us, man, yes. from
5: us, the babbling. Guys, ex, thank you, man. No, thank, place. You. No, thank, thank you. Thank you. This, is, this, is, this has been inspirational for me. You know, this, these, these types of exchanges always have uh, the, the ability to light us spark you know ah, and yeah. i'm my life is all about i'm going to constant search for that park, mm-hmm. you know yeah. and uh nah, thank you i'm gonna i'm gonna be in touch you know mm-hmm. with ideas already thank you thank Talk you thank you and thank you for doing what you're doing thank you for doing what you're doing guys i swim from the bottom of my heart this is like this is a thing I would be, I'm, would be proud to, to be a part of. Truly.
2: Cool, cool man. Thank yeah. you so much for those words, my brother. Thank look. you. From so us, the Babbling Heads, we are. Our Joe Zone. Charlie X2C. <laughs> the Base 1 is 7, and Mr. Brendan Adams.
3: Ooh.
2: Cheers,
0: guys. Cheers, cheers. Uh-huh. Okay. What's Salute is...
1: <laughs> The, <way>. <laughs> 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 the is ah. This is a really good
4: episode. <laughs>